ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America, and we still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. You just heard it. Joe Biden running for re-election. Welcome to the island, everybody. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And before I get started, let me go ahead and do my beginning stuff. So if you want to listen to any previous episodes of the island podcast, just go to rss.com slash podcast ending in an S slash the island. There you can listen to every episode that I've done and catch up on wherever you want to catch up on. Just, you know, go there. Listen, if you want to donate, you can donate too. If you want to hit me up and start having a conversation with me, I'm pretty sure you can do that there too. And you can also share this episode to your friends, family, whoever. And for those who have been listening continuously, Thank you for listening to The Island. Yes, this is a worldwide episode, not episode, but a worldwide podcast heard all around the world, Canada, all the way down to Australia, all the way over to South Africa, all the way down, keep going a little bit more west or yeah, yeah, west and uh, even in South America, all the way to Europe. I got a bunch of places in Europe, a bunch of places in Africa, and we were being heard in Russia, but we all know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, it, my podcast got cut off, so people in Russia cannot listen to this podcast, so I do apologize for that, which is weird because I got people in China listening. So that's crazy. But anyways, let's go ahead and get right into it. Yes, you just heard Joe Biden saying he is running for re-election and what is monumental to me about this is that he said this earlier when he first began when he ran in what was it, in 2020 but uh, yeah in 20 because his first term is almost up that he said we are going to battle for America's soul and here he goes again saying we are battling for America's soul. And anybody can tell you that you, we sure are battling for the soul of America. And my only question to Joe Biden is this. Who are you trying to give the soul of America to? Because if I look at this a little bit deeper, it seems like you're trying to give the soul of America to the devil. That's what it looks like to me. I've had previous episodes where I've said the United States is turning into the harlot in the book of Revelations, where we are going around spreading this, this, this ideology, this, this massive immorality, this war. Everywhere we go, death follows. That's exactly what we're doing. And I don't understand 
what he truly means by battling. Well, actually, no, I want to rephrase that. I do understand what he means by battling for America's soul. Because, like I said, that was the question that I have for him. Who are you trying to give the soul of America to? Are you trying to give it to the devil? That is my question for him. And with that being said, that's exactly what it looks like. If you heard the entire speech, the entirety of this speech, that I only played a, a bit of it, but if you heard the entire speech of it, you would hear him say talk, you would hear him talk about trampling on the rights of Americans. You would hear him talking about, he mentions the MAGA crowd. You would hear him mention voting problems. You will hear him talking about, you shouldn't have to worry about who you love and all of this other stuff. These are wonderful things to say. However, there seems to be a underlining issue with this president of the United States. You see, since he's been in office, everything has gone to crap. And if you want to, you know, rebuttal that, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions like, okay, show me the proof where things have gotten better. Because it hasn't gotten any better. Actually, everything has gotten worse in the United States of America since he has been president. And then on top of all of that, the entire world since he's been the president of the United States, the entire world has gone down this path of wanting to self-destruct and blow each other up in some sort of war. This is what's happening since he's been president. He wants to talk about freedoms. However, it seems like to me that he actually wants to make all the choices. He wants to do everything. and. Pull away your freedom under the guidelines of human rights. Where did we hear this from? Oh, yes, in Africa. You know, our vice president, Ms. Harris, went down to Africa and was trying to, quote unquote, spread democracy for human rights. And a few of these countries put her in her place, saying, get out of our country. We don't want your crap. And then they try to say, well, then we won't give you X amount of millions, if not billions, that's a B, of dollars if you don't want our democracy. If I'm not mistaken, that is a quid pro quo. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then on top of that, he's talking about the corruption in your own party, in your own family, in your own mind. In your own heart, that corruption? You see, the past few days, past few weeks, whatever, things have been starting to unravel. We can go start it off by, you know, Aaron Rodgers. What does Aaron Rodgers have to do with any of this? Technically, not anything at all. But we do talk about sports here, so I got to bring up Aaron Rodgers being traded to the New York Jets. Again, what does that have to do with anything? Technically nothing. Unless you're going to look at what is truly happening around you. How someone as popular, someone as talented, 
someone who's led their team to a Super Bowl and won, someone who has multiple MVPs, gets the boot, gets removed from whatever, you know, they got rid of them. They traded them to the New York Jets. Kind of sounds like Tucker Carlson. When it comes to Fox News, number one cable analyst show for news, everybody, he was ranking in more people to watch his show than Fox News was getting for the entirety of the day outside of his show. I believe they were, they, they were getting on an average over 1 million people per day. His show, who which is also on Fox News, was getting 3 million, three times as much. And they gave him the boot. Number one show in all of cable. What is going on? Why are all of these people getting the boot? And they are number one. You would think, at least on a money standpoint, that this would not be happening. However, it is. What did Tucker Carlson stumble into to make Fox News say, hey, let's just, you know, go our separate ways like Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? You see, yes, the soul for the United States is at stake. And if this president stays in office, any longer, and especially for another four years, oh my goodness, we already can't even recognize this country anymore. So what goes beyond unrecognizable, if that's even a word? What goes beyond that? Yes, he did say he wants to go and take this country and have a fundamentally transformation See, you got to understand something and you got to listen to the words that this man is saying because he's no idiot, regardless of what people want to say. No, he's saying some profound stuff that people don't want to pay attention to. He wants to fundamentally, that means get down to the foundation and tear it up and completely change even the foundation of something. He wants to fundamentally transform this country while he battles for the soul of the United States of America. As you can see, like I was saying, Tucker Carlson got the axe. What does this have to do with anything? Oh, it has a lot to do with everything. Because he gets the axe, and then the very next day, this president comes out and says, I'm running. There was a few years ago when something like this happened, and I believe it was with Phil Donahue. Yeah, it was Phil Donahue from MSNBC, if I'm not mistaken. He got the axe. He was, at that time, I believe it was 2003, he got the axe. They let him go when he had the number one show. And it was because all the stations were saying, go to war, American patriotism, which is all fine and dandy. But he was the only one going against the grain saying, should we go to war with, I believe it was, Iraq, Afghanistan, you know, the 9-11 stuff. Should we be doing this? What do these people have to do with anything? If this was a terrorist group, what do the civilians of this country have to do with it? And I do believe Tucker Carlton was on that itself. Are we about to see this happen again? 
is the United States about to truly declare for war with this president going to war, not just declaring it fighting Ukraine, but are we also about to go to war with China? And Tucker Carlson was going to be the one show that says, no, we don't need to do this. This is wrong. But it's not only that. You see, there's other things that is going on in this administration of the United States of America, the Biden administration, that they seem to be very complicit with, that they do not truly care if this really happens. You see, just like Joe Biden is saying, this is a battle for the soul of the United States. And as we talk, there has been investigations going on in Congress. There is a whistleblower who is coming out telling people that our administration, mainly the Democrats, however, I would go on the record on saying it's both. Because if you're not willing to stop this type of evil, if you are not willing to stand up against this type of evil, and you are basically staying down, that means you are complicit. That means you are also with it. This whistleblower saying that it is in the midst, it is in the middle of this administration, the Joe Biden's administration, that they are in the human trafficking business. They don't want it to stop, which is why they don't really care about trying to protect the border. It is a billions, and I mean hundreds of billions of dollars being paid out here. And the Biden administration, and yes, Biden himself, is more likely in it, and they don't want it to stop. Let me give you an example, and I believe I spoke on this a while back, and I spoke on this saying I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden was part of this type of business. When did I speak on this? When everything was going on, and it came to a head, to a full throttle, when it came to the abortion talk, and all of a sudden, I know everyone should remember this story. All of a sudden, I forgot the states. There was two states involved, but it was more up north, closer towards the border of the United States and Canada. But somebody crossed the border from Mexico into the United States. That's down south. This girl, who is underage... And I know everyone knows, remembers this. You have to remember this story. This girl winds up closer to the border of Canada, still in the United States. And apparently she was living, they said she was living at the time with her uncle. This girl winds up pregnant by this quote unquote uncle. We find out later that this person had no relation, as in was not her uncle was not in her family at all it was supposedly quote unquote her sponsor but anyways this little girl winds up pregnant by this guy and because of the abortion overruling being overruled 
being put back to the people. You vote for it or you don't vote for it, but the Supreme Court doesn't want anything to do with this. Basically, that's what it says. That's what they said. Because of that, the state that she was living in wasn't going to allow her to get an abortion, supposedly. And so she had to go across state lines to get an abortion. And this story came across Joe Biden so quickly, and he was very, very quickly to come out and make a massive press conference to get in front of all the cameras to tell everybody, this is why we need abortion. It needs to be legal across the entire board. But yet, the question was never asked, how did this underage girl get pregnant to begin with? And then... It all started coming out that this underage girl was actually being raped. And that she was in human trafficking. You see, that automatically started having crumbs being thrown at me. You know, follow the breadcrumbs. You'll find the story. That automatically told me then, this president took a horrible situation of a little girl who was put in human trafficking, who was also being raped by some dude who's supposed to be taking care of her, winds up getting pregnant. She gets taken over state lines to get an abortion. And then the president wants to stand on stage and tell this girl's story. And I believe I said this violates, it has to violate at least somewhere. It has to at the very least violate the HIPAA laws. How did this girl's story come out to begin with? What doctor leaked this story and then set it on top of the president's desk? Or was the president also even involved with this? We are finding out that this president is involved in a lot of stuff that he shouldn't be actually involved in. But no one cared about that. And now we have a whistleblower coming out saying that, yes, the Biden administration, his government is allowing this stuff to happen. They want this stuff to happen. And when she was getting grilled in front of Congress, basically, they started trying to discredit her. They wanted to discredit her because of January 6th. What does January 6th have to do? With little girls and boys, underage children being thrown into human trafficking and getting raped. What does January 6th have to do with that? This is what this congressman wanted to talk about. January 6th, because he wanted to discredit the whistleblower. Instead of saying, you know what? We need to go down to the border. And we need to see what's really going on. See, I would rather be on the safe side when it comes to something this evil. When it comes to something like this, I would rather be on the safe side and say, let's get down to the border and get to the bottom of all of this. And then instead of being on the side saying, you know what, this witness, this whistleblower right here. Forget what she's saying because uh, she was part of January 6th, this insurrection. She was part of it. So forget about her. Yeah. Well, well, we saw how nonsense that was, especially when Tucker Carlson started bringing out, you know, the spotlight on what really was going on. And while the American shaman, I believe that was the QAnon shaman, whatever that dude's name is, he, 
he was he was let go and let him out of prison all because of Tucker Carlson doing his due diligence. This is the voice that they wanted to take off. They are that they did take off the air. And so with this whistleblower, with the Democrats and even Republicans trying to discredit this lady with the Biden administration being completely in bed with all of this, which is why they don't care about the border. They only care about the border when, you know, a few months ago, the pictures of rangers, the pictures of Border Patrol on their horses. Oh, they're using their horse reins to whip these people. Actually, no, they weren't. They were trying to keep their horses in line because those people were running around startling those horses. If a horse gets startled, people get injured. You see, they want to discredit people for coming out trying to shed the light on what's going on. To shed the light on the evilness that's going on. A multi-billion, hundreds of billions of dollars being spent down at the border, not to secure it, but to grab children and put them into human trafficking. This is what's going on. And forget about what our enemies are saying, because the people who don't like you, the people who hate you, will always do everything they can to slander your name. However, you should start paying attention when your own friends, your own allies are talking crap about you, not even behind your back, but to your face, like the Mexican president, the president of Mexico, completely slandering Joe Biden and the United States, blaming him for the drug problem with fentanyl, blaming him for the human trafficking that's going on at the border, blaming him for being the one who's giving the cartel more money to do the evil, to do the violence that they can do all across the border. It's this guy, our own friend, the president of Mexico, who's supposed to be an ally of the United States, is slandering the United States. Because we have a president in office who, yes, like he said, is fighting for the soul of America. But again, I ask you, what side is he on? Is he on the side of righteousness? Or is he on the side of doing evil? And if he's on the side of righteousness, then yes, fight for the soul so the, so the American people and this entire country can become whole and be, like our slogan says, one nation under God. Or is he on the side of what it actually looks like? Is he on the side of what his policies are doing is he on this side of evil and he's fighting to bring down this entire country he wants the soul of america and he wants to bring it down to the depths of hell see that's what his policies are saying that's what his administration 
is doing. So I would be on the argument that he's on the side of evil. And yes, this includes those Republicans who don't want to do anything. Because I had a conversation the other day specifically about this whistleblower in Congress. And with all of this going on, and she's saying this is all about the Democrats, and everyone's saying the Democrats are doing this, where are you, Republicans? Where are you? Because if the Democrats know about this, if the Democrats are doing this stuff, if the Democrats are the ones acting out and making this stuff happen, I would argue you also know about it, at the very least. And you are very complicit in letting it happen. Again, this is not a one-sided issue. This is not a one-sided party that's doing all of this stuff. Because the other side is very, very complicit on letting this stuff happen. They don't care to truly stop it either. Because it's not in their best interest. At least they think it's not. Until this evil walks right up to their doorstep. And takes their children. You see, you can't just sit there and do nothing. And just say, I don't want to be a part of it. Eventually, you're going to have to get in the fight. Eventually, you're going to have to get up off of your own tail, your own butt, and do something. And as of right now, from what I can see, the Republicans, they don't want to do anything at all. They are very happy with letting the country go down to the depths of hell and not come back out but it's not just on a federal level this type of evilness isn't only on a federal level because it's also on your state and local level let me read you bill hf146 you can find this at house.mn.gov yes this is minnesota this is exactly who i'm talking about you minnesota as of right now so the short description of this reads this gender affirming health care subpoena use to gather information for out of state laws interfering in the use of gender affirming health care prevented child custody, and child welfare provisions related to out-of-state laws interfering in the use of gender-affirming health care amended and warrant, arrest, and extraditions provisions related to out-of-state laws on gender-affirming health care amended. That's the short description. So what does that actually mean? Because this bill is actually talking about Minnesota becoming a safe haven for minors, underage children who are under the age of 18. Yes, that goes all the way down to even five or four. So let's just say it like this. If you have a child, they are a minor, they're under the age of 18, and they decide to run away. And they run away all the way to Minnesota because they want to change their sexual orientation. They want to change their biology of their body. They want to become a female if they're a male. Or they want to become a male 
if they are a female, and they make it to Minnesota, you as a parent have zero rights, regardless if there's a warrant for their arrest, regardless if there's a custody battle to get that child back, regardless on what's going on, you have zero rights to go to Minnesota and get that child because they want to have a sex change. Parents, stay out. We don't want you here. And actually, there's a book from the legislator who made this bill, and this bill is now into law. I think her name's like Leia Fink or something like that. Well, he, because this legislator is a man who is being a woman with purple, pinkish hair, whatever. I don't care to describe them. Just look them up. You can Google them. You'll find the person. This person made this bill. Not only that, but inside this bill, because this is a pretty big bill, It's also a safe haven for those who, and I quote, those people who are attracted to minors. Because this person who made this bill believes it's just a a preference of what you like. You shouldn't be penalized just because you like little kids and you're a grown adult. Oh, that's that's what this person wants. So this state put this bill into law. So they're going to make a safe haven, Minnesota that is, they're going to make a safe haven for children to run away from their parents, change their sex, and for the pedophiles to come down, do whatever they want to these kids. All at the same time, because Minnesota is the place to live. Yes, your own states in the United States are becoming this evil. So no, it's not just happening down at the border, but it's all the way up in the north. There's a similar bill that's been passed in the state of Washington. A similar bill that was passed in the state of California. As you can see, yes, the soul, and I'm going to repeat this through this entire episode, the soul of America is at stake. And Joe Biden and his administration and your local officials who are with and in bed with this administration because they are allowing them to be very comfortable and to step out. They are all fighting for the soul of America. And to make this even worse, in the United States, our so-called prophets, our so-called pastors are our Religious leaders, I'm sorry I said that kind of weird, my voice is just going array today, but our so-called religious leaders want to come out and say crap, and yes, this is BS, this is bullcrap, they want to say crap like this. Urgent prophetic warning. There's three things that God just said concerning you, and the devil has been trying to block you from seeing this video. You're going to have to watch this video 
all the way to the end or it will not make sense. Now, what God said next is going to cause you to save this video and share it with someone you care about. The first thing God said is you will not be ashamed in this season. You will not go down in destruction in this season. You are rising higher and you shall receive double honor in this season, says the Lord. Now, the second thing that God just said concerning you is this. Isaiah 61, 7. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your life. Yes, I know he said three things but his video stops at two and i want to say to this person this prophet keep reading your bible keep reading in isaiah and go to jeremiah and read what those prophets say to those who give prophetic words apparently that you are doing Read what those prophets say to them. And I say to you, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, I say to you that. And I hope you are correct. However, in times like this, you shouldn't be going around giving people this hope, this false hope. And yes, I am going to go on the record of saying false hope, this false sense of prosperity, this prosperity preaching, this prosperity prophetic words that pastors and prophets are telling the body of Christ that they are going to get and receive. If you want to see where that's getting us, Look at our country. Look at how corrupt it is. And look at how we are acting. Does this country look like it's going to be blessed by God? Does this country seem like God is going to rain his blessings of prosperity down on all the people of the body of this country and the people of the body of Christ? Does it seem like he's going to do that? Or is he going to rain down the wrath, the same type of wraths that happened all the way back in the Old Testament days, like in Egypt, or the wrath that even was poured out to the Israelites because they were in the desert and they decided to turn away from God? And so they had to wander in the desert and an entire generation had to die before they were able to go in to the promised land. So I say to you, Mr. Prophet, be careful. Do not give this false sense of prosperity message that has been going on now for years, if not decades on decades in this country, because these pastors, these prophets like you don't want to give the real message of God. Because I can tell you right now, this country is on the way 
to hell. And instead of coming out and saying we need to, yes, do what the president is saying, but be on the opposite side of the fight. We need to fight for the soul of this country because this country's soul is going down to hell. Because that's where our leaders wanted to go. You are on the side trying to completely blind everybody. You want everybody blinded by saying God wants you to prosper. God wants to give you so much money. He's going to give you double increase. Yes. I say to you, yes, he does. But he's also not going to give it to a people that are that is evil to the core. Like I said, an entire generation had to die. This people, the people of Israel, the people of Jacob, they were promised wonderful things too. However, they had to die. An entire generation had to die in the wilderness because of leaders like you. Instead of telling the truth, telling them where we're at, telling them where we're going, telling them what needs to truly happen, you're saying the promises are there. The promises are always there. However, are we going to be the people who have to die? Are we going to have to be the generation who has to die before we get these promises? Or are we going to go beyond that, get past that, and start telling the truth so we ourselves can see these promises ourselves with our children and our children's children and beyond that that is something that angers me to the core pastors preachers teachers leaders prophets people who say they are sent from god people who are saying they are doing the lord's work however they are spiritually blind they have no clue what is going on in the world. They have no clue what is going on around them. They want to be blinded, giving people a false hope, a false sense of reality. Is that something that our Savior, Jesus Christ, said to do? Or did he say, go into the world, not be blinded to them, not don't tell them the truth. Don't tell them what's going on around them. Don't warn them of the dangers that are just around the corner. But always tell them about prosperity. Is that what the message is? Is that the message that Jesus Christ himself said was going to be preached all around the world? That is the gospel. The gospel is prosperity. No, I don't think so. I don't think that was the message. I don't believe that that is the gospel. You should read your Bible a little bit more before you decide to step out and start talking to people. So that way you get the message right. Shame on you. Shame on all of you who give out this type of message. Now, I will give a quote-unquote, if you want to call it some sort of prophetic message. I am not going to say that, but I will give you a warning. Here is my warning. You see, a couple of days ago, and yes, it was right about two days ago, 
there was supposedly an assassination attempt with a drone that flew into Russia and they tried to kill the Russian leader, Vladimir Putin. And this drone, instead of hitting Putin, I apologize for that, that's my phone. Obviously, something doesn't want me to give you this message and my phone is still going. So I'm going to go on that side and say something doesn't want me to tell y'all this message, but I got to. So this drone didn't make its destination. Instead, it blew up somewhere else in the second biggest, largest city, the second largest city in Russia. I believe it's Petersburg or something like that. You can find this yourself. You can look it up. And Putin was gone. He got out of there safe and sound. He went to the Kremlin safe from all harm. So here's the warning. Whatever, whichever country provided and or they themselves shot this drone, they will find out, Russia that is, Putin that is, will find out who did it and who was in charge of all of it. There will be repercussions. Repercussions like this world has never seen. Repercussions that's going to stop even the almighty dollar, which is already on its way down to crash in its tracks and make it crash even faster on its downward trajectory. The repercussions will not be pleasant and it will bring only tears and put the fear of God himself in every citizen of that country whichever country signed off on this whichever country provided the equipment to do this the repercussions will be deadly i am not on the side of promoting violence and i'm not trying to promote any violence however the warning must be said the warning must be said so don't fool yourselves don't Get this twisted, you pastors, you preachers, you teachers, you prophets, you priests. Do not get this twisted. There is a war at hand. A war in the physical and in the spiritual. And prosperity cannot be obtained while a war is going on in both the physical and in the spiritual. You have to win the war. To receive your prosperity. And as of right now, this message is to you pastors, you preachers, you teachers, you priests, and you prophets out there. As of right now, take a look around you. Does it seem like you're winning or does it seem like you're losing? And like the president of the United States has said, President Joe Biden himself, he is fighting for the soul of the United States. While you're out here telling people they're going to prosper. Does it seem like you're winning? Again, our president's fighting for the soul. And you're over there giving it to them. States passing legislation to kill your children. To kill them before they're even born. States passing legislation for human traffickers to kidnap, rape your children after they're born. States passing legislation. For children to be able to change their own sexual 
content of their bodies against what God gave them himself. States passing legislation for adults, for adults to come and violate every part of your child's body and make it legal. And you're saying God wants you to prosper, double increase. I ask you, what God do you serve? It's not the one I serve. Because the one I serve is saying, buckle up because it's about to be a fight. Get ready. Put your boxing gloves on because there's about to be a fight. All this working out, reading, meditation that you're doing is about to come. It's about to come for you to put it into work. I don't need any laying down weak, wimpy people who want to give false hope. False promises, promises that he himself did not say. So don't get this twisted, because right now it's not the time. It's not the time to grab increase. It's the time to put your boxing gloves on and do what Tank did: knock somebody out. Over here talking about prosperity. Gotta be kidding me. This is the time we are living in, and like I said, when it comes to this assassination attempt, that completely failed a botched set assassination attempt whoever signed off on it repercussions are coming prepare yourselves i say that at every every it seems like every episode on the island podcast i'd say it every time prepare because now the time is here yes the soul of america is at stake in one way or another it's going to burn I'm your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to the Island Podcast. Go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island where you can go and donate if you feel the need to donate. And you can also listen to all of my previous episodes. Again, thank you for listening. And this is the Island Podcast.